Footy Lives Preview Palooza is brought to you by Simmons Homes. Every day across Australia, it's tools up for Team Simmons because their people stand by their promise to start building your new home on time and on budget. So if you're ready to join the hundreds of Australians they're welcoming home each month, talk to Simmons, the great Australian builder. Easy. Hello and welcome to Sportsmates Footy Live Preview Palooza. I'm your host, Jimmy Zarbo, and this 2022 preseason, we're going to take a look at each team in anticipation for the start of the season with special super fans from around the country. Make sure you hashtag Footy Live on your socials, get involved in the chat, and download Sportsmates Suite of Apps to stay up to date with your favourite sports. Today, we're taking a look at the Adelaide Crows with Oddball and all round nice guy Nuz from the Sensible Crow Podcast. Welcome, Nuz. Hello, thank you for having me on again. It's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure, mate. The last time we talked, it was a while ago now. I think it was uh, it was back in October. And despite the fact we had a chat previously, you've agreed to have a chat again. I'm uh, very thankful for that. How you been since? Yeah, very good. Yeah, um, a lot of hard work uh, um, just with my own personal life. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was last spoke to you, I was literally on Kangaroo Island. If you yes. don't know, um, he's in the middle of nowhere and the reception was wasn't great, but so uh, we got through. We got now. through. That was fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and raring to go for season twenty twenty two. Although the trial match was a little bit nerve wracking. It's yes. Fair, so. Oh, what happened there? You got done by eighty eight points. Yeah. Oh, look. Well, to get if we're getting straight into that first. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Well, it was against like uh, Kieran Turner who used to actually be the media um, organizer for the Crows. He he mm. did an interesting tweet. And he said that there were 17 players with over 50 games experience versus only five for the mm. Crows. So that alone tells you what you need to know about that. There are a lot of young kids out there, a lot of being pushed off the ball. Mm. And there are a couple of positives, and I'll get to that in a second. But generally speaking, uh, just that, that absolute lack of experience uh, was seen wanting. And, and in reality, there's been a lot of people leaving the club. And if you look back to our 17 flag, not flag, sorry, not the, uh, the grand final. <laughs> yeah, the so grand final. Don't the flag. take that away from Richmond, mate. Yeah, no, no. You don't, well, you can, <laughs> can spare one, surely. Um, <laughs> bloody hell. But compared to the actual teams that played today yeah. versus the 17 uh, grand final playing 22, it was a completely different team. So yeah. we're definitely going through. A, but we are, we're pretty much at the bottom right now, if not just a little bit halfway through last year so. Hmm. Yeah, no, it was very evident. I mean, big bodies were knocking you off the ball and that sort of thing. But like you mentioned, a few positives. The ones that I saw, obviously, Josh Rochelle was fantastic. Three goals, mate. Looks looked unbelievable. I thought he was great. And also, I thought the movement. You, you know, we spoke off off air about uh, close being a, close being a little bit slow. I thought they were trying to move the ball a bit faster from the back line, handball wise. Even though the slippery conditions, I'm not sure if you, if you noticed that. But did you see a bit a, a bit of a change in the way they played? And what were the positives for you? Oh, in terms of going from last year's tactics, it looked like we were just trying to consolidate what we did last year, which is a lot mm. of that whippy rebound football, yeah. the hard in contest. But unfortunately, it just went up against a much uh, bigger and better outfit than the Lions, who, let's be honest, are going for the third year in a row going for the flag. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we can't take too much into this trial game. And look at last year, we got flogged against Port Adelaide and came out the next week and well, two weeks later and, and beat Geelong in round one. So, right. you know, it is a trial game. The word trial means, you know, that exactly. Uh, but the terms of the actual game plan, I think we are just trying to consolidate it. Um, and when I say slow, I think some of the players themselves mm. can be a little bit slow. But in terms of our ball movement, when we get it right, we can be very quick with foot and quick with hand. We saw a lot of improvement with the handball as well. We're close yeah. and we've got players like Sam Berry, Harry Schonberg, 
obviously, you know, newcomers in the midfield that were doing very well in that regard to getting it out. And uh, seeing Matt Crouch back was very good mm. with the hands, um, obviously to get good disposal. But his his kicking is still a bit of a worry and proved why he wasn't really a wanted man on the open market last year. Mm. Yeah, true. Tell me about Joshy, Joshy Boy, who's been likened to Toby Green. Well, you've, you've nailed it in one. He, he really is that kind of Toby Green X-factor player. Mm. And uh, if you don't know anything about him, so Joshua Shelley, he's... Um, got an Italian-Greek background, um, so salute to him. He's obviously not Italian, but yeah. he um, uh, now he a very interesting upbringing. He, soccer, mainly, and mm. he was in the under-17s Australian squad for soccer. So that was two years ago. Obviously, had to give that up for football, so very good in uh, tight, but also um, very good above uh, his head for a 180 centimetre. Yeah. So he's like a Jamie Elliott or um, uh, Toby Green type there. Plays taller than what he is. And just knows where the goals are. He will be an exciting, great player for the Crows for a long time. Touch wood. Yeah, well, I hope so. I love the look of him as well. And the Italian background means I've got a soft spot for him. Uh, <laughs> that, that was good. But no no Taylor Walker, obviously, because he'll miss the first three games of the season, I think. So they wanted to give the other boys a, a try there. How did they look up forward in terms of, you know, key forwards? Well, look, Darcy Fogarty was left wanting quite a few times, but mm. I'm not blaming him entirely. He was seen around and he looked. He always does the minimum, and that's the frustrating thing for Crows fans. But he still hasn't hit his 50 games yet, so he's still getting there. And he, um, But Phil Thorpe, uh, he, he looks rock solid. He's his second year, and he already looks like he's been out yeah. there for five or six years. So he's really good. But I can't blame them too much. The midfield, obviously, was was just hammered today by you know a Brownlow medalist, Jared Lyons, who's former Crow, but he's 30 years old now. Um, Hugh McCluggage, one of their youngsters, mm. who's played 106 games just from perspective there. So it uh, gives you an idea of how we can get great entry into the forward lines. But Rochelle was easily, easily. He would have been in the top five best players for the Crows if you didn't yeah. have to watch the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, what what are the thoughts on Tex, by the way? is it is it is, Has everyone moved on now? I mean, he came back to the club now and he's training. He's going to miss the first few games. But what's it been like, you know, from the fans' perspective, but also in, in club? What have you heard? Yeah, yeah, being in Adelaide, obviously, we get different media outlets yeah. reporting on it. So it's gone a bit quiet in that regard. And it's obviously letting um, – he he said what he needed to say afterward and apologised and whatnot. And, mm. and uh, it's fair to say that I think most fans have moved on. There are obviously yeah. a lot of people that out there that are very upset with what he said and, and – won't forgive him. Uh, I personally like to forgive everyone for anything. It depends on what it is. Sometimes you have to struggle, but, um, mm. you know, uh, Tex himself. So I heard um, Mark Robinson on, on Fox Footy yesterday talking about whether which Tex we're going to see. Yeah. And we're going to see the, the good Tex again coming in round four because he is a leader and he's well-revered in within the borders of the club and he has been training the house down and he's actually taken a few of the youngsters under his wing, mm. with, you know, so he, he will be fit and raring to go round four. Yeah, nice. I was surprised at how well he played last year. Just came out of nowhere that four yeah. again and it was, it was fantastic to see. I mean, there was positives to take out, especially the start from the Crows, like you mentioned. I mean, you beat Geelong round one and you had a, a reasonable start and then the back end of the season, there were a few losses and that sort of thing. But how do you look at the season as a whole? Finish 15th, but again, it is, you're rebuilding. You're about 40 games into a, into a rebuild, so can't expect too much. But how do you look at last season? Well, personally, I think we actually did better than what we, we did. So you could look at it two ways. You know, there yeah. were some games that we lost uh, quite closely against, you know, Fremantle and mm. Carlton. 
that even Port Adelaide in the showdown that we could have won. So we could have won 10, but yeah. we looked at it the other way and we could have easily finished with four or five wins. You know, we only just beat Melbourne by you know, yeah, controversial okay. that, was, oh, that was That was the highlight of the season, wasn't it? That, that well, yeah, yeah. We, there wasn't much to, to, you know, clamber onto, but that was actually, <laughs> I've watched that last five minutes many times. Um, <laughs> it was deliberate, wasn't it? Oh, well, there, now, okay. yes, if it didn't deflect off the guy's hand. So oh, I think, yes. um, yeah. Okay, I've got to watch it again. To, to, yeah. to Apparently, yeah, there's a little deflection, but in terms of not being able to see it, and I, I don't know, I don't think the umpire would have, would have been able to see it. If he didn't, mm. then it would have been deliberate. So, you know. Hey, it is what it is. You know, take the good with the bad. That's right, take it, yeah. But yeah. The, the point is, is that we could have easily finished with four or five wins as well. Yeah. And that is a true reflection of where we are. Look at our experience level. We just we just have none. And, and we've culled quite a few already. So you asked me before the show, who are the ins and outs? And, and I'll look at the outs and there's a couple of kids. But Jake Kelly, Daniel Talia, Tom yeah. Hitch and David McKay. I mean, that is, what's that? 700 plus games of experience right there and to bring in Dawson who's played let's not forget Jordan Dawson he's played what 60 games of football yeah. 70 and then a couple of kids so it's going to be a long road but... and where 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 do you think Dawson's going to play because there's been talks he might be on the wing he might drop back and, and play maybe that Jake Kelly role off the halfback flank or something like that to help out because there's inexperience in the back line which is which is a problem but where where would Dawson play well, he would be much needed in the back line. Unfortunately, you can't have all the players everywhere. So there's a lot of talk about, say, mm. Rory Laird going back to help mm. out. But um, we're just going to have to kind of put up with a young uh, back line for another year. Uh, Jordan Dawson, he has been training, would you believe, in the midfield, um, in mm. the centre bounces. Yeah, yeah. But he will be playing on the wing, especially with Paul Seedsman still recovering from his concussion issues. And so he'll be mainly set up on the wing. Uh, pinch hitting from the back line, obviously, as you play wing, you know, you see all your winners get back to help sweep up and he'll be doing a lot of that. Um, but don't be surprised if you see him in the centre bounces on occasion. Yeah, no, I'd love to see that as well. And it'd be interesting the way, they, like you said, to throw around the players because there is, there's different gaps around the field that maybe Adelaide need. But but again, um, you are developing. Let's have a look at the first six games, okay? And you tell me <coughs> which which ones uh, you expect to win here and what you'd be happy with. So you've got Frio first. You've got the Pies, Port, Essendon, Richmond, and the Dogs. So what, what do you have out of that? Well, I think any Crows fan would want at least two and mm. you'd be hoping for three, but the reality is, is that it's going to be quite difficult. Look, Richmond Bulldogs and Essendon at Marvel, you could almost just pencil those out straight away. So that leaves the showdown in which we proved last year we can, um, you know, form does not matter with mm. showdowns. Uh, we've seen that time and time again. But those first two games, Fremantle, Collingwood, and it will set up the season to be either something similar to what we had last year, where there's a lot of positives and we can hope to finish between, say, I don't know, 10th and 13th. Or, 10th and 13th. Um, is, that, is that where you'd, you'd expect? If we win those first two games, yeah, I think so, because mm-hmm. the draw opens up quite a bit after that. Mm-hmm. But there's a little bit of a, a hard patch there. So we could, in fact, very well be 0-6. There's no guarantees in AFL, uh, but the Crows... Uh, we, as I said, this game, this trial game, don't read too much into it. We were missing Sloan, Walker, Seedsman, Duda, yeah. Miller, Hamill, just to name a few. I've just got here. And the the, the Lions were full strength. Um, so I'd be hoping and expecting in, you know, the, the battle-hardened Crows enemy to get two. So two from four, uh, two mm. from six, I should say. 
Yeah, nice. Hey, Nick Murray and Jordan Butts, how much do they play in the success of Adelaide? They are young, 21, 22, I think. And, you know, the back line's led by um, Tom Duday. Do they, I mean, I think when they when they play a shutdown role and they play well, Adelaide look like a different team. I mean, maybe that's just me. But I think if they if they can find their feet, they're still very young. How crucial are they in, in Adelaide's success? Absolutely crucial because the reality is we don't really have anyone else. We have yeah. Billy Frampton who, who people write him off, but he, he can do a job. Um, he might not be a great job, but at least he's a good backup. And Fisher Mackesy just hasn't really come on like we mm. hope. Um, whether he will or not is, is obviously time will tell us. He's like his third year and he's been affected by COVID and, and other personal circumstances. Um, so our, our back line was imperative that they do well um, mm. because we can't really afford not to. Uh, it's going to be a tough, long year for Crows fans, unfortunately, and and just even seeing today, Nick Murray at one ninety three lining up against Joe Danaher, who won two oh two. I mean, that's that's just impossible. No one's mm. going to beat that. So it's going to be a tough challenge this year. And I'm hoping that next year we do end up picking like another, I guess you'd say, free agent type someone. For example, Carlton with Oscar McDonald, mm-hmm. who, you know, obviously is going to be a perfect replacement for Liam Jones for any super coach players and fans out there. Um, but, you know, he wasn't wanted by Melbourne, but he's got 80-odd games of experience. So he'll slot straight in. We don't have that. Jordan Butts is our number one man, and he's played, what, 20 games. Mm. So what does success look like then? I mean, well, you spoke about maybe the 10th to 13th, but is it about ladder positions for you, or you just want to see development? Because, I mean, if, if you did, say, finish lower or you finish last or second last that's got that's got to kill doesn't it yeah i think it, it does hurt a little bit but i will put this out there how many melbourne fans uh you know give a stuff about where they finished five years ago yeah no that's true. you know yeah exactly you, no. you don't you don't remember it and mm. there was a lot of talk last year whether we should have i guess you know tanked and odd that's mm. not what we're insinuating at all but you know, we beat Hawthorne when they were just – there's a game against Hawthorne in Melbourne and they did not try Hawthorne. You could see that they did not care. We cared. We beat them and it ended yeah. up costing us pick one. But we, we got Rochelle. As mm. long as we get high draft picks in the top yeah. ten, I think you can't really go wrong, to be fair. So, so it's just uh, a, Yeah, so it's about development then. You just want to see the improvement rather than position. Absolutely. And this year will be all about that because, as I said, we've gotten rid of Kelly, Talia, Lynch and McKay and mm-hmm. it opens up four young kids to come straight in. And so we, we are almost going to be going a little bit backwards to go forwards again. You know, we have to get these kids up to 60 and 80 games. Yeah. Who's who's going to be the biggest improver, you reckon, for the crowd? What is it Riley Hillthorpe? Is he, is he going to have a big breakout season? You feel like you mentioned him before. Looks like he's ready. We'll be back after a quick break.
Yeah, well, he's definitely one. Whether he has a breakout season, I mean, he already had his breakout season last year in his oh, first year. You know? First year, that's right. He's just he's just a freak athlete, and he's um, he can play wing, he can play ruck, forward. He's he's just a, he, he's been track practicing playing in the middle for crying out loud, like a two hundred and two centimeter midfielder. He's he's a ridiculous human being. Um, but uh, in terms of improvement from kids, I'd like to see Sam Berry get a bit more of the ball, mm-hmm. and I think that will come. He showed. Very good signs in the trial match. Braden Cook was a bit quiet in the trial game, but I think we'll see him uh, improve to the latter end of the year when he gets more games. He was pick 25 last year. And Luke Pedler, if he gets his body right at pick 10, will be very good. And he'll start on the kind of Zach Bailey type role where he um, starts forward, gets a few goals and pinch hits in the midfield. Do you get to every game? Do you go to every game, every home game? Oh, I try to. Obviously, uh, sometimes at work I'm not able to. I'll try and get to as many games as I can. I've actually got more luck going to the SANFL game, so I like watching all oh, the really? kids run around. And so every time the Crows play their reserves team, I'll, I'll pretty much try and make it when I can. And if the Crows uh, and my roster opens up, then, hey, I'm there. Yeah, brilliant. Is that is it your favourite ground in Australia, Adelaide, Adelaide Oval? Oval. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to be honest, I'm, I'm a bit – I like all stadiums for their own – reasons and Adelaide Oval has is just a phenomenal ground of the history mm. there and that's why I love the MCG as well just the amount of stuff that's happened there um so those those two grounds by far and away I've, I've been to the SCG I usually um I used to live in Sydney and I mm. go back to Sydney once a year and I, I pretty much try and go to the SCG to watch either the Crows or Swans play and um it's good, but it's it's no Adelaide Oval. Yeah, that's right. I've got to get there. I haven't been. I have oh, not it's, been. it's worth it. It's worth yeah. it once. Hey, it's only a 10-hour drive for you. That's right. No, I might do it. I'll do it for round one. Hey, uh, 10 quick questions. Let's do it, yeah. mate. Uh, who wins Adelaide's best and fairest this year? Well, I still think it's going to be Rory Laird again. again. Um, mm. Yeah, but I think um, uh, there's a dark horse there, and it depends on where Laird plays. Mm-hmm. Harry Schonberg. Oh, yeah. All right. But yeah, I think uh, Schonberg, I reckon, will get in the top three. Yep. Okay. I like it. Who wins the goal kicking? Well, that's an interesting question. Now, it wouldn't be the first person in history to win the goal kicking in their first ever year. But Rochelle is a chance, Ooh. and only because our forward line is a bit awkward. Mm. Walker, he's only missing the first three games out of yep. 22 as well. So Tex Walker might overtake them. What Crows fans want to see is, is Fogarty winning it. Now, Fogarty last year got 25 goals out of uh, 17 games. If he improves that on 25%, that's 40 goals in, in uh, 22 games. So let's hope that Fogarty actually shows his promise. Yeah, so you're tipping Fogarty? I'm actually tipping Rochelle. You're tipping Rochelle? That'd be Yeah, let's strong. go left field. I don't yeah, think he will, do... but I've... No, I've, that's all right. We'll do Rochelle. I'm going to call early. Yeah, do it. All right. If you could replace Matthew Nix with one other AFL coach, current coach, who would it be? Current coach? Current coach, not Clark. I was going to say because there's a there's a caveat there <laughs> also with Clarkson. So um, with a current coach, mm. well, it's a bit of a left field one, but John Longmire yeah. seems to be someone who's just knows what he's doing and always seems to just I don't know. Get get the right stuff out of whoever is is playing for him. That's you right. Know, He's a good man manager, isn't he? He inspires That's a great players. Way, isn't yeah, it? yeah, definitely. Uh, if something unforeseen happened to the Adelaide Oval, you can't play in South Australia. What current ground would you choose as the home ground? Would it be the SCG? Oh, well, in Australia. In oh, Australia. 
Well, I think Any. Norwood Oval would probably be where the Crows well, not, play. Not, not in South Australia. Not in, not South, in South Australia. Australia. Yeah. Oh, t- MCG. MCG? Like, home ground? Only so you can get used to playing finals. <laughs> That's true. And the granny. That's right. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, if you had to trade Rory Laird for one other player in the comp, who would you choose? Well, it'd have to be a um, younger midfielder. I think that's where our, our recruiting's fallen down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's not too many people grabbing their chances uh, with both hands. Schonberg is the only young midfielder that's proven that he's going to be an elite midfielder of the future who's under the age of 23 at the Crows at the moment. There's, there's a lot recruited, but whether they take their chances, it's up to them. So anyone, so that's where you've got people like, we just saw today, Hugh McCluggage, who's 24, 25, um, Sam Walsh, obviously, and a couple of first rounders, those type of players, some of them who can be at the club for 10 years. Okay. So you'd pick out of them, Sam Walsh? Sam Walsh. Oh, absolutely. And and give away a couple of first rounders as well and uh, and a bag of chips one on. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Which AFL team do you hate the most? Well, probably your mob, to be quite frank. Yeah, that's Um, fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) The Tigers, well, are, yeah, it's easy to hate the Tigers. Growing up as a kid, it was it used to be Melbourne. Um, yeah. I don't know what really? it was watching. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Maybe I just hate Gary Lyon. I don't know. Maybe. Actually, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, now it has to be your mob, obviously, for yeah. PTSD reasons. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's a good, uh, good answer. <laughs> uh, Tex Walker, Darcy Fogarty and Riley Philthorpe are not playing. Who do you choose to kick a goal after the siren to win the game? So who's not playing? Sorry, Walker, uh, Walker Fogg and... Fogarty, Phil Thorpe. Well, oh, you're going to pick Rochelle then, aren't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure for a young man, though. He's he oozes confidence that young oh, man. Yeah, he really does. He he would he would want to take the kick. All right, I love it. Yeah, pick him. Done. Yeah, I'm going to real. But Shane to McAdam, um, yeah. especially yeah. I've seen him in SANFL. He's yep. not quite translated it to AFL, but Shane McAdam is a dead-eyed dick in the SANFL. So hopefully he can start. Doing that in the AFL. Okay, nice. What's your go-to food at the footy? Oh, you know what? I I really don't like any of it. To be quite nothing. Sure. Do you bring your nothing? own your own sandwich? Beer? Well, <laughs> yeah. in the olden days, beer used to be food. You know, in yeah. the middle ages. So I'll just go with beer. Okay, beer. Yeah, no, that's fair <laughs> enough. Uh, if you could look, if you could look like look exactly like one player in the Adelaide lineup, who would it be? If I could look like. Yeah, exactly like. Wow. All right. Uh, there's a lot of good-looking uh, young roosters out there at the moment. There is. Uh, Lukey Pedler goes all right, and I think, but uh, just to stick with the Italian flavour, Rochelle again. Rochelle, yeah, Rochelle again. Yeah. We're just answer yeah. for everything. Beautiful. <laughs> Last one. If you had to pick a song to replace, you know how Port Adelaide do never tear us apart, what yes. would Adelaide's version be? What would you like to see before the game? What song? Oh, to be to be honest, and I'll say this, uh mm. I wouldn't like it unless it was grown organically. Mm. So I'm not going to mention a song because I don't want us to get any bad ideas and put this out there and, and kind of force <laughs> the force the issue. So I think, honestly, if, if it just happened to be... So there's a movement in Adelaide that's very organic with the sister podcast that I run with uh, yeah. The Project, and they started Crom. And mm. it started... I'm not sure if you've heard it in Melbourne, but basically people say, go Crom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, have, yes. Someone on social media once accidentally misspelled crows and it said crom and it's just this this ongoing organic growth. Yeah, people, uh, are yes. just in, people are just embracing it now. That that's what I like to see. That's, yeah, that's something built organic. Yes, you know, yep. you know that that's something. So along those lines, if a song happened to be representing the crows organically, do it that way. Okay, brilliant, brilliantly done, Naz. Hey, tell everyone where they can uh, go and watch and listen to your stuff. 
Sorry, say that again. Where can they go to listen to your your podcast and your content? Yeah, all podcasts are available on all leading podcast outlets. So you've got Google, uh, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and pretty much ninety nine percent of of the major ones. And if you're not on one of the major ones, get on one of the major ones. Have a listen uh, during the year. Do one once a week and uh, specialise in end of the year stuff where we talk usually to uh, list managers and recruiters alike where we discuss uh, trades and drafts and all things post-season. So really into that sort of stuff. But if you're just a little bit odd like me and love the crows just a bit too much, then get around my podcast, Sensible Crow. Sensible Crow. Get on it, guys. Hey, thanks so much, Naz. I really appreciate it, mate. And we'll speak throughout the year as well. You're our crows correspondent. So we'll be chatting heaps, mate. Absolutely. Now, looking forward to working with you guys. And, uh, yeah, go Crows, but hopefully we get to say it more than we did last year. (laughs) Great, mate. Thank you.